like to say I appreciate a, another opportunity to be back at our church one more time and appreciate the church allowing us to stand and fill in this morning for Brother Benji. I, I don't preach anything like him, I don't feel like, and uh, so I hope, hope you're not uh, disappointed too much when we get done, but I do have some things that I feel like the Lord was has showed us for this morning. Really, really starting back probably not long after he asked me to fill in for him. So um, I know that God, he's, he's big enough and he's able to take us and use us this morning if we'll be willing and obedient. do want to say appreciate all of our members that's here this morning. I want to say also appreciate our visitors that's here this morning. We, uh, seems like every, every Sunday we've got, you know, new faces here lately, and so we're thankful for each one of those and just appreciate that. And God will bless you for, for your efforts of coming this way. Uh, wonder if there might be a word, anything you feel like you need to say or do in the service before uh, I get started reading. If not, I've got, like I said, a couple of different uh, little thoughts and seem like they all kind of have, have ran together for this morning and I'm just going to do my best. I don't know exactly how long I'll be. I don't know how 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 good it'll be or anything like that, but I do know that God, He's able this morning and we have to set our sights on Him. So, got three verses I'm going to read over in the 133rd Psalm. If you want to turn your Bible over there. And we'll also be in Romans and also in Second Thessalonians. So, we're going to read out of three different places. Not very, not a lot of Scripture in either place. And, and this may, may seem strange to you. You may wonder, how does this, how's this all going to fit together? And I hope I can preach it in the way that it's come to me. Sometimes that's easier said than done. Uh, but I know, again, God can, God can help. And so, again, just appreciate everybody being here this morning and just ask that you pray for us. If you want anything out of the message this morning, it'll have to come from God. I can't do it. None of these other preachers that's here this morning can do this without the touch of God. So, He's the one that we need this morning. But the 133rd Psalm, it says, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments. As the dew of Hermon and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life, forevermore. Then over in Romans, the 11th chapter, and I know this may seem strange, you wonder how these scriptures are going to go together maybe, but I believe God, it's, it's His Word, He can tie it together if He sees fit. Romans chapter 11, start at the 16th verse, probably through the, the 25th or the 26th verse. <clears throat> It says, For if the first fruit be holy, the lump is also holy, and if the root be holy, so are the branches. And if some of the branches be broken off, and thou being a wild olive tree, wert grafted in amongst them, and with them partakest of the root and fatness of the olive tree, boast not against the branches, but if thou boast, thou bearest not the root, but the root thee. Thou wilt say then, The branches were broken off, that I might be grafted in. Well, because of unbelief, they were broken off, and thou standest by faith. Be not high-minded, but fear. 
For if God spared not the natural branches, take heed lest he also spare not thee. Behold therefore the goodness and severity of God on them which fail severity, but toward thee goodness, if thou continue in his goodness, otherwise thou also shall be cut off. And if they also, if they abide not still in unbelief, shall be grafted in, for God is able to graft them in again. For if thou were cut off out of the olive tree which is wild by nature, and were grafted contrary to nature into a good olive tree, how much more shall these, which be the natural branches, be grafted into their own olive tree? For I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part is happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. And so all Israel shall be saved, as it is written, there shall come out of Zion the deliverer, and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. And over in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, the first three verses. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, <coughs> verse 1. It says, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. And that's all that we'll read today. God be in our help. And I know that, uh, I know maybe especially that first place that I read, maybe it seems like it really don't go with those last two. But I've, I've come to find in this, in this work right here that God's able uh, to tie things together that, that we really don't understand with our minds. And so I told you that, that, I guess I don't know how long ago it's been now, it was way back before we ever got in revival. Brother Benji asked me to fill in for him, and I might have already been thinking about that place I read over in Psalms, but it just sort of seemed like after he asked me that, that that was the, the place that began to settle on my heart. And, and as time went on, I began to think about those other places that I read too, that the place in Thessalonians just come to me this morning. And uh, I, I know the place over there it talks about in Psalms, I just read it, it talks about the brethren dwelling together in unity and and it's no secret, and I'm just going to have to fill my way into this this morning. Don't have a real great big strong lead, but it's different every time. Y'all heard me say that before. Uh, and so I know that God can help this morning, and I hope you'll get something out of this uh, this morning. Uh, but I thought about how that uh, we, we know the time and the day that we're living in. It's no secret. We know the things that, that are going on around about us, all around the world seems like there's just there's turmoil on every hand. There's turmoil right here, even in our own country. And uh, I began to think about, boy, what could we do about it as, as God's people? And it's it's no secret, really and truthfully, that we as God's people we've kind of come to a time where it's it's there's no doubt about it. We're either probably if we're not cold, we're lukewarm, either one. And I and, and that's me. I, I'm standing here before you today saying that about myself. Because I know how that I am, and y'all probably heard me say this before, but if I ain't careful, I'll go from Sunday to Sunday without praying, unless I, I, I'm just being honest with you and telling on myself a little bit. And I know that if I ain't real careful, uh, what I'll do is, is I'll have my mind on everything else uh, but God. 
and I'll have my mind on everything else but the, but the Lord. And, and that's easy for me to do. I guess you could say I've got a lot going on maybe. But you know, we've about come to live in a day and a time where that so many of us have so much going on that we really forget about the one thing that truly matters, don't we, from time to time? That we really forget about being able... And I'm, I'm telling you on myself here this morning more than I am anybody else. I, I, I believe in my heart today uh, that we as God's people... You may, you may have thought when I read that Scripture maybe I was going somewhere else with that. I'm not here to talk about any of that kind of stuff, any trouble or anything like that. But I'd say to you what, what began to come to my heart about that Scripture where it says for the brethren to dwell together in unity. What I began to think about was is I began to think about, boy, wouldn't it be good if we as God's people, if we would just, boy, if we'd lock arms and stand against some of this stuff that's going on out yonder in the world. What do you mean, preacher? I'm saying if we'll dig our heels in and we'll, I believe we're supposed to do that. I've heard people say before, well, maybe we ought to just kick back and sort of let whatever's going to happen happen. I don't believe that's how God wants us to be. I believe He wants us to dig in and fight for this old way. I believe He wants us to dig in and fight for what He gave us over there. I read to you in a place over there in Romans where that it talks about how that, uh, listen, the Gentile, we are the Gentile people. We've been talking about that a lot in Sunday school lately. And it's true, we're the Gentile people. We, were, we weren't the original Israel, if you will. Now we are spiritual Israel today in the spiritual sense, but we're not originally the children of Israel. And so what I mean by that is this. We, we didn't even have the gospel to start with, you see. And you can go back over and read that for yourself. And that begins to kind of uh, change and act a little bit as the, as the children of Israel, as the Jewish people begin to push away uh, the Word of God over there about the 13th chapter of Acts. And so they began to push the Word of God away. And so God knowing the whole time, and, and it's, it's even before there where it begins to speak of the Gentiles a little bit, but God knowing the whole time that there was a people, uh, and, and it would be more of what we would consider the European people really and truthfully, if you look back in history during that time period. See, most of, uh, of, of what we would call the Jewish people were probably of some sort of what we would say uh, southwestern Asian descent, you see, and I'm not here to preach no history lesson today, but I'm just telling you what's on my heart. And so as time went on, the gospel that began to move up to the Gentile people, it began to move up to what would become our forefathers. And see, they were not even, I just read it to you, they were not even of the natural branch over there. It said that they were grafted in. Ain't you glad today that they were grafted in? And because they were grafted in, we're standing here today. If they hadn't been grafted in, if God hadn't made a way for them uh, to get the gospel, uh, then we would not uh, be here doing this this morning. I'm glad of that today. But it went on to say uh, that if He removed uh, the natural branch, uh, then what should make us think that He wouldn't remove it from us today? And so I'm afraid we're living in a day and a time. And you may, I don't know where your heart's at this morning. I'll be honest with you. I've been cold uh, probably really for a, for a long time now. I've been cold and indifferent for a long time now. But I'm glad every now and then I can feel a little touch of God. And so I'd say to us today, but, and you may not agree with this today, and that's alright. If you don't, you can come talk to me about it after a while, uh, if you want to. But I'd say we're living in a day and a time where we're getting real close as the Gentile people to letting this thing slip away from us, you see. We're, we're living in a day, and you may not agree with that. You may think, look around, preacher. Uh, the church house has got a lot of people in it this morning, and I'm glad that it does. Uh, but listen, this thing, if we ain't real careful, it's going to get away from us. You may say, oh, I don't 
o'clock this morning. I want the gospel uh, to be here for my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren just like it was for me. And I'd say if you want it, uh, then we better grab a hold to what we got right here before us, Lafayette Church. We better grab a hold to what God's done for us. Did you know that we could? you can say, oh, I don't like this. I just feel like somebody's having a hard time in my heart this morning. That's all right if you are. But listen, boy, if we grab a hope to God, we could be a powerhouse right here. Do you understand what I'm saying? I mean a powerhouse. You look around at all of these kids that's here. You look around at all the people that's in and out them doors uh, from Sunday to Sunday. I mean, boy, I'm telling you, if we grab a hope, uh, we could have real power. Oh, with God, that's what we need. I don't know about you, uh, but I'm tired of sitting around in an old cold, dead church. I don't know about you. You may say, oh, I don't feel cold. I don't feel dead. Well, I'm glad you don't. Uh, but I'm telling you here today, boy, I'd like to get a hold of the Lord every now and then. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you like to? Listen, wouldn't it be good if we could come into the house of God? Wouldn't it be good if we could come in this place and know, expect the Lord's going to meet with us? As a church. But you know, there's lots. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm just, all I know to do is be honest. Sometimes that may not always be the best thing maybe people probably think about. But listen, did you know most Sundays I come in, I'm just telling you my heart, you may not like it this morning. But you know most Sundays I come in and I'm thinking about how cold it's going to be. I'm just telling on myself a little bit. I'm just telling on myself a little bit. But boy, I'm telling you right now. Listen, if, in other words, I read that scripture there to you, that if he would remove it from the natural branch, he'll remove it from us. You may say, look around. We've got probably like 500 members on our road book, and we do. And that's true, and I'm glad for every one of them, even the ones that we don't see that much. I'm glad for every one of them. But I'd say to you here today, listen, we can have everything that we've got right out here before us. This big church, this big road, but if we don't get a hold of God, ain't it in vain, you see? We better get, you, you may not like that, but we better get His power around the house of God. How do we do that? Listen, it's going to take probably just a little bit of sacrifice, I'd say. And what I mean, I'm not telling you you've got to give up everything. I'm not telling you you've got to quit your job. I'm not telling you you've got to do this. Because I wouldn't even do those things. So I'm not going to stand here today and tell you those are the things that we've got to do. But what I'm telling you is, we've got to start giving a little more of our hearts to the one that went and died for us. If we, if we want His touch, if we want His power, if we want this altar that's been full for several revivals now, if we want that altar to get cleaned off, what can we do about it? Boy, we can lean on Him, can't we? we can, listen, He's the only way. I said it during revival and it's true. Listen, what set the old Baptist people apart, what set our forefathers apart, and not all of them went by Baptist, by the way, I'll say that to you too. But what, our, what set our people apart was the fact that they had power with God. That's why that we're able to stand here today. That and our doctrine that we teach, but that's why that we're able to stand here today and say that we're not like in modern churches out in the world. Because at one time or another, we've all been in His glory. 